Hello, hello. You're on Coast Access Radio with Tanya and Gail at a distance. She couldn't get down here, but do you know what? The food train always gets through, eh, Gail? It sure does. It sure does. Well, I'm, I'm, well, talk about food train. I'm actually sitting in a caravan at the moment down at, uh, down at Ortaki Beach and uh, looking out to the view, which is really not much except the other houses. But anyway, it's quite cosy in here and it's nice and warm, so I'm ready to go. You better watch out because someone could sneak up and put a sign on the outside side and say, this is Gail from At the Table with Gail and she's <laughs> cooking inside and you might have a queue. <laughs> <laughs> might do too. Yeah, no, I've got my drink here and I'm all... All happy sitting at the table. So, yeah, sitting at the table, to be quite honest, yeah. Excellent. And we're starting so, off with something that you don't actually have to cook. No, that's right. The crunchy apple avocados. Yeah, different, hey? Yeah, it is different. And, I mean, I just love avocados. Mm. And I've always been, you know, reasonably priced over these last few weeks. And I just thought, well, this is a good one, quick and easy to do, and actually quite tasty. I mean, avocados taste good just on their own with a bit of squeeze of lemon. But with this, it just adds a little bit of extra. So um, let's go. We've got uh, two avocados, medium ones, two red apples, finely diced, and don't peel them because the red sort of adds to the glamour of having them, you know, in the avocado. Two teaspoons of um, hemp seeds, hulled, and it's not, it's not something I've used, actually, Tanya, hemp no. seeds. I'm not sure. Do they look a bit like, um, what's those other, sunflower seeds? Do they look like that? I don't know, actually, but hemp is sort of making a bit of a, a resurgence, you know, as yes. this multi-purpose plant that you can eat and build with and, you know, do all sorts it, with. That's right. Yeah, well, I sort of thought to myself, hmm, I'm not sure about hemp seeds. But anyway, it says two teaspoons full, so please put them in. One tablespoon of almonds, roughly chopped. A quarter of a cup of raisins, and it's, don't chop those, as long as they're not the big fat ones. One celery stick, finely chopped. And a half a lemon, juiced. And one tablespoon of hemp oil. Mm. And one pinch of ground cinnamon. So there's the hemp oil as well. I mean, it's you know probably been in front of me at the supermarkets, but because I really don't um, use it, it hasn't jumped out at me? Yeah, you have to have a look. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, so we, what we're doing is cutting the avocados in half uh, and scoop out the flesh, keeping the skin on, obviously. So when you're cutting the avocados, well, you can um, you know, just go around them with a paring knife mm-hmm. and then just cut them sort of in that lengthwise and then just you know, stab that big stone that's in there. Be careful you don't stab yourself. And uh, actually take it out and then scoop out that flesh. Now, place the avocado flesh in a medium bowl and mash with the lemon juice. Now, we all know that the lemon juice stops things from going brown. It's like when you're cooking apples or something like that. You quickly put some um, lemon juice over them, and that'll stop them from going brown. And then you're adding the apples, celery, hemp seed, almonds, raisins, hemp oil, and ground cinnamon. Now, you're mixing all that together, of course. You know, and, and you're filling the avocado skins with the mixture and garnish with extra almonds, hemp seeds, and um, and a little bit of apple. I mean, you know, you can basically do what you like to decorate it. But I did see an illustration of this um, Tanya, and of course, you're not. I'm not here to show you no. today. But uh, but never mind. It did look really, really lovely. You know, so the red skins on the apple. You know, on the apple really, really did something for the um, for the look of it yeah. and of course all the rest of the good stuff that was in there as well.
Well, there you go. That's our little mission is to next time we're in the supermarket, actually take the blinkers off and see if we can see hemp <laughs> seeds and hemp oil. Yeah, that's right. And, yeah. and I mean, I know, I'm not sure what the substitution would be, but um, I, I guess any oil that's going to bind it mm. and uh, maybe some, you know, as I said, sunflower seeds, I'm not sure. But, um, but anyway, you're right. Well, I'm going to have a good look next time at the supermarket and see what I can find. Uh, failing that, you can always Google it. <laughs> well, that's true. And I haven't Googled it today, I must admit. I should have, but uh, but I haven't. And um, But I'll be on the lookout. Righto. Now, when you sent this email through, and I just checked with you off air, I said, are they meant to be mum's chicken rissoles or yum chicken rissoles? But I guess they're mum's yum chicken rissoles. Yeah, <laughs> they are. They certainly are. These are nice and easy too, mum's chicken rissoles. And I thought of your mum, Tanya, because you go round there for tea once a night. Uh, once a week, I and do. I thought to myself, yes, now this and mum might have these for your next trip. So we've got 500 grams of chicken mince, one zucchini grated, one carrot grated, and a half a potato peeled and grated, one cup of breadcrumbs, and I always like the fresh ones, and I guess you do too. It's just as easy to, you know, make fresh ones. Mm-hmm. Two eggs. One tablespoon of curry powder. Now, if that seems to be a bit much, you can cut it down, but sometimes it just um, loses its bite if, if there's a lot of other ingredients that it's getting mixed with. Mm. So one tablespoon of curry powder, but it's up to you. If you want to put a teaspoon, that's fine. I'm sure it'll still have that flavour. And salt to taste and olive oil for frying. So what you're doing in a bowl, this is nice and easy, add all the ingredients except the olive oil and mix and then roll them with your hands it's a lot easier but what I do of course is make sure I've got wet hands if I'm doing that you know in a bo- if I'm making up meatballs or something like that I always make sure that I've got sort of lightly moist hands because it's a lot easier and all that mixture doesn't stick to your hands so then you place them in the frying pan over a low heat and add a splash of olive oil and lay your patties on the pan you need to do these in a few batches, of course, so um, once they're cooked on the bottom side, flip them over and cook on the other side till brown and crisp. And serve this for the salad, dipping sauce, which I really love, or some Greek yogurt with lemon. Oh, lovely. Yum. Yeah. They sound yeah. really good. I hardly ever buy mince apart from beef mince. I occasionally yeah. have bought lamb mince and pork mince, but I don't really go looking for chicken mince. I'm going to have to have a nosy for that. Yeah, no, it is there. It is there. I have done a few things for the chicken mince, and yeah. it's nice that it's already, I mean, you're not buying a breast or anything and having to mince it yourself, so oh, it's yeah. really quite good having that. And taking in those other flavours, it's really quite nice and quite a nice, easy one to do. Well, I think we should have a song about a caravan. I wonder if we can find a song about a caravan. <laughs> oh, I think there's the caravan of love. I th- I'm going to have a oh, look. There, oh, there is. Yeah, I think there is a caravan of love. Yes, that'd be lovely. My little cute little caravan sitting down here. The neighbours are probably all wondering, looking through the windows and thinking, what's he doing down there? <laughs> she, she's recording a show for Coast yeah. Access Radio. That's what Gail's yeah, doing. Yeah. All right. Oh, I've, just, I've just got to tell you this, Tanya. Yep. I had an email from Louise. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, uh, yes. oh, she was absolutely over the moon about her um, her song. She said, I've never heard that song before, Sweet Louise. And I heard my name on the radio. It was really <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, she really loved it. So I think we've got another, we've got another person to, um, 
that's listening to our show. Oh, brilliant. And thank you, Louise, for passing that recipe on to Gail. You're giving her some fodder for her show. <laughs> well, yeah, no, that's cool. Somebody, um, oh, yeah, okay. I might have to just leave you there for a moment. All so, right. um, okay, get the caravan going. All right, you hang on. I'll play a song. Uh, Stand up, stand up From the highest mountain valley low We'll join together with hearts of gold Now the children of the world can see This is a better place for us to be we were born so neglected and torn apart every woman every man join the caravan of love stand up stand up stand up everybody take a stand join the caravan of love stand up stand up stand up I'm your brother There's a band I haven't heard since the 90s, I think. That was the House Martins with the Caravan of Love and Gales in her caravan, filled with love and recipes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Have you had any neighbours come up yet? No, no, I haven't. I actually haven't sat in it for a while, so I'm actually quite enjoying sitting here, and the sun's shining, and it's really nice. 
and I had to leave the door open, otherwise it's pretty hot in here. Now watch out, you have a stream of people who want to join you shortly, and you've got to finish your show. White, I do. White chocolate panna cotta. Now this sounds a bit flash. Yes. Well, it does. Yes, it does. Uh, this illustration, I must admit, it looked really good because you know what they did? They um, had it all in beautiful clear glasses. You know, you can put them in a you know sort of fairly large wine glass, mm. and they had jelly at the bottom, a fairy oh. jelly, obviously, to yeah. make it sort of bright. So you can actually make a jelly. And while you're putting this together, let it cool and almost set. And, um, well, you know, at least until it's cool. Mm. And then pour it into the glass so it does set. And then pour this beautiful panna cotta over it. And then put some berries on the top for decoration. So it really appealed to me as a sort of quite easy, flash-looking thing. Oh, yeah, that would look a million bucks too, that it contrast. Look, yeah, it looks really lovely. So... Um, if they've got a jelly in the in the pantry, you know, do do use it, or otherwise you can just do this plain panna cotta and just throw some berries on the top. So we're starting off with um, 180 grams of white cooking chocolate, two cups of thickened cream, one tablespoon of sugar, one teaspoon of vanilla essence, one tablespoon of water, and one and a half teaspoons of gelatine powder. Now, this is also easy to put together. They're all sort of pretty easy to sweet, Tanya. Place boiling water in a small bowl, sprinkle the gelatine over and stir until dissolved. So that's what you're doing first so that you've got, you know, sort of the other stuff ready to do. Now, basically the other ingredients, um, you know, except the water and gelatine which you've got sort of dissolving, uh, place those other ingredients in a saucepan over medium heat until the chocolate has melted. So once that's done and your gelatine is dissolved, just combine with the chocolate mixture. And then look, pour it into, uh, as I, it's got ramkins here, but I sort of think, oh, you'd ruin the look of it if it goes into ramkins really, but I think in nice glasses, and look, that needs to go in the fridge and set for four hours. Mm. Mm. Look lovely in the illustration again, Tanya. Oh, stop it! <laughs> and it looked really nice with that with the jelly in it first. I think that's how I would do it if I was doing it. Yeah, I know with the panna cotta, when you watch those cooking programs on TV, it's always got to have a little bit of a wobble. So I think yes, you know, if yes. if I was a, a piece of food, I'd be a panna cotta because I've got a good wobble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. You said it, Tanya, you yeah, said it. Yeah, I'm a, little bit, I'm a little bit bitter, though, so let's go on to the next recipe. Now, this one got me because I love golden syrup, but it's an, impos- it's an impossible pie. How do you make it if it's impossible? Well, this, too, with the illustration, it had sort of like a, a, an illustration with it layered. And Ooh. I thought, oh, that's actually quite nice. And there was a little note on it that this person, um, you know, sort of making a, a, a quote about it, said it was really, really really lovely and easy to make and she makes it a lot so we've got four eggs a third of a cup of caster sugar a third of a cup of golden syrup 125 grams of butter melted one teaspoon of vanilla essence a half a cup of plain flour one cup of desiccated coconut 500 mils of milk and extra golden syrup to drizzle over. Mm-hmm. Now you're preheating the oven to 180 degrees Celsius and grease a ceramic or sort of like pie dish um, 
you know, nothing that's going to, we certainly don't put it in a, um, a, a tin that, you know, the bottom um, sort of comes out, you know, one of those uh, bottomless pans. Yep. I think it'll end up all over in the oven. So basically a ceramic or a little cast iron or one of those um, pie dishes with butter or spray oil. Now in a mixer, just an ordinary mixer, or using a hand beater, whisk eggs with caster sugar and golden syrup for four minutes until thick and fluffy. Mix in melted butter and vanilla, followed by flour and coconut. Add milk and whisk until just combined. Pour into the prepared pie dish and bake for 40 to 45 minutes. And after 20 minutes, cover loosely with foil so the top doesn't burn. Now the pie will just be set, oh, and here's the word wobbly, <laughs> and still a little wobbly. <laughs> and and just, you know, sort of like, because it's a custody type thing, it will be wobbly, and allow to cool slightly, then drizzle over extra golden syrup, and then slice and serve. Whoa. And it looks lovely, and that's it, it looks really nice. Oh, I'm missing seeing the pictures today, Gail. Sorry about that. I had a good look and I thought, well, I'll have to try and relate them to Tanya to, um, you know, because we like looking at the illustrations because we like seeing the finished product. Yeah, I just, I really can empathise with our listeners now. They're probably sitting there salivating going, I want to see the picture. And now I'm like, <laughs> I want to see the picture too. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no, but it is lovely and I love golden syrup. It's a lovely way, um, you know, of having a dessert. And four eggs, you know, it's not, a, not a, a, an expensive dessert to make. So there you are. All right. Well, there's our four recipes for the week. And, of course, every week Gail has recipes for you to have a crack at in the kitchen. So you just need to go to Coast Access Radio on Facebook and then you'll find the recipes there because it shows on every Saturday morning at 11.30, repeated the following Tuesday at 4.30pm and on our website as well so you can listen to back episodes. All right, so what are you going to carry on doing in your caravan now? Are you going to wave out to people as they yeah, walk well, past? Yeah, well, I see there's and... a couple of kids now just come out to play because I think it must be just about school over and uh, for some kids. And, uh, yes, they're going to come out and play, but it doesn't look like they've got their skates on, so it might be just a bit... Um, you know, quiet at the time being, but no, that's good. Yeah. Oh. Well, you and I'll have, just sit here for a bit. Yeah, you have fun in your caravan. Go and top up your cupper and then come back down and do a bit of people watching. I will. I will. Okay, Tanya. Nice right. talking to you. Thanks, okay. girl. Bye. Okay, bye.
This program is made with assistance of New Zealand On Air for radio broadcast and access internet radio. Thank you, New Zealand On Air.